Welcome to Handfuls of Purpose, an audio podcast delivering the message of salvation by grace for personal and family worship and edification. The objective of this podcast is to bring you audio content to teach you more about Jesus and equip you with resources to allow you to strengthen your family and find peace in a sin-filled world. My name is Marty Hoskins, and I am the pastor of the Dallas Primitive Baptist Church in Dallas, Georgia. In Isaiah chapter 53, verses 7 through 8, the Word of God says, He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. Do you know about whom this scripture is speaking? Can we really know? Well, of course we can. This scripture is a messianic prophecy that is speaking of the coming of Jesus Christ as the Messiah. How do we know that for sure? Well, all we have to do is turn to the 8th chapter of the book of Acts. There we find a story about Philip and a eunuch. When Philip was called to the desert to meet this eunuch, he approached his chariot, and the eunuch was reading this very passage from the book of Isaiah. In Acts chapter 8, verses 32 and 33, the scripture says, The place of the scripture which he read was this, He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb dumb before his shearer. So opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch then asks, of whom is the prophet speaking? Of himself or of some other man? In verse 35, the scriptures tell us that Philip then takes up that text and preaches to him Jesus. The clear implication is that this passage from the book of Isaiah was not about Isaiah the prophet, but was rather a prophecy of the events that would surround the death of Jesus. We are told that Jesus went to his death as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before his shearers is dumb. In other words, he did not open his mouth to speak. I have heard it said that Jesus was silent during the events of the crucifixion, because the innocent need no defense. Now, that's certainly true. However, have you ever considered what happened when they came to take Jesus, and he asked who they were seeking, and they said, Jesus of Nazareth? And he said, I am he. And in the moment that he uttered the divine name of God, I am, they fell to the ground. Is it possible that Jesus went silently to the cross because if he had opened his mouth, his persecutors would have been destroyed, and the purpose of God in that moment would not have been carried out. Further in this text, Isaiah asks a powerful question. Who shall declare his generation? Have you ever considered this question? I'd like for us to take a few moments to consider what it is that the prophet is asking. It says that the reason he asked the question was because he was cut off out of the land of the living. In the book of Acts, this reasoning was worded a little differently. 
it says that his life is taken from the earth. In other words, the prophet was asking this question because Jesus died. Not only did he die, but he died at a relatively young age and with no children. He was cut off out of the land of the living. So, who shall declare his generation? The basis of the question is that Jesus was not married and bore no natural children to carry on the family name. The question being asked is who will carry on that family name? Have you ever considered this question in light of the importance among the Jews of having a son to carry on the family name? This concept is not nearly as important today, at least in American society, as it was in that Jewish culture. Having a son in the Jewish culture was a sign of blessing, and not having any children was often viewed as judgment from God. Consider the pleadings of the young lady Hannah in the Old Testament when she pleaded and begged God for a child. Also consider Abraham and Sarah, who were promised a child and waited so many years to be given one that their desperation led them to do things that should not have been done. Within the context of the Jewish culture, the prophet asked a very reasonable question. How do we answer this question? Well, we don't have to labor over it for very long. If we just keep reading in Isaiah 53, we find the following recorded in verses 10 through 12. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see of the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors. He bare the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Notice that it says that it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Was God happy to harm his son? No. The pleasure in this act came not from harming his son, but in seeing his seed. See, Jesus was cut off from the earth. He poured out his soul and was numbered with the transgressors. And in doing so, he bare the sin of many and made intercession for those transgressors. So, who shall declare his generation? We do. Every single child of grace that is born of the Spirit of God and identifies as a disciple of Christ in baptism is carrying on the family name. If you are one of His and believe that He is the Savior, you are declaring His generation even now as you listen to this podcast. Let us pray. Our kind and gracious and loving Heavenly Father, it's once again that we've taken some time out of our day to try to worship and honor your name and also to show respect unto your word. Lord, we're thankful for the message of grace that you've given us. We're thankful to know that Jesus Christ was bruised for our iniquities. We're thankful to know that our Lord and Savior went to the cross willingly, without complaint, and there he died for our sins. 
And Father, we pray that you would continue to watch over us as we try to serve you, that you would continue to be with us in these days. Lord, we know that there are so many in need in our time. And Lord, we just ask that you would watch over those needs. And Father, we know that thou knowest better than we what people need. And Lord, we just ask that you would just continue to be with us, to watch over them. Bless us, Lord, as we try to serve you. Lord, these favors we ask in Jesus' name, and amen. And that is today's Handful of Purpose. Thank you for listening to Handfuls of Purpose. We would like to remind our listeners that podcasts, online sermons, and other virtual presentations of spiritual content are not a substitute for gathering with God's people in a local church for worship. However, these resources can be valuable additions to your growth in grace. If you enjoy the Handfuls of Purpose podcast, we would like to encourage you to visit our website at www.dallaspbc.org where you can subscribe to Handfuls of Purpose via iTunes, Google Play, or RSS feed to ensure that you will not miss future content. You will also find links to additional resources that you may find helpful. Handfuls of Purpose is an affiliate podcast of March Design, www.marchdesign.com, a website dedicated to delivering historical and contemporary Christian content to those interested in the primitive Baptist faith. If you live near Dallas, Georgia, please visit www.dallaspbc.org to start planning your visit to the Dallas Primitive Baptist Church. As always, may God bless you and your family, and may your life magnify the name of Jesus Christ.